afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope all is good with you in your world and everything's fine. Um, there's just a lot going on. Again, I just need to apologize that I haven't been online as much as I should. I trust God that things will get back to normal now. Um... You know, there's a lot of stuff that has been going on on social media in Nigeria. Some really bizarre things have started coming to light about, you know, some segments of the music industry and things like that. Secular music industry. And I don't know if every other person has noticed. And apologies if you're listening to this and you're not a Nigerian. But it just seems like, to me, this is what I've observed. Since, I don't know what happened in the heavenlies... Since 2020, since the pandemic, it's like God has just been peeling back the layers. And it's almost like a man that is, or a woman, it's almost like someone who is married to, yeah, in a relationship with somebody, either your spouse or whatever, or business partner, or, you know, very tight relationship that is actually bound, you know, you have assets and liabilities in common. That's why I said either marriage or business partner. And you've been in this relationship for a long time. And it's one that even beyond the, you know, documents and contractual engagements that you have. You believe that you are working towards a shared vision. You know, you trust this person. You believe that the person can never harm you because you have history together. There's so much together. Your destinies are intertwined, so to speak. And even though you've had your ups and downs over the years, you still believe, I mean, there's, you, you, you trust this person and you believe that the person is somebody that you know. Because if you hadn't, if you didn't, feel like you knew this person you would not have gotten married you would not have gotten into this relationship or business partnership whatever it is so there's a there are assumptions you've made about this person and there's a profile there's an understanding that you have of this person that makes you feel that this person is trustworthy and you value the relationship and then all of a sudden things start happening and you start not even that you took any action of your own because you were, as far as you were concerned, you thought you knew this person. Things start happening and start unveiling a side of this individual that you had no idea existed. And the side, what you are seeing and what is being unveiled, is, and it's so, it's been unveiled in such a um, unmistakable manner that is not possible for you to even think that, oh, you are mistaken. Do you understand? It's, it's happening in a way. It's, un- it's like the person is, the person's real identity is being unraveled in such a way that it is so clear. You, you, can't, you don't even have the luxury of deceiving yourself as to what is being, you know, what you're seeing. That is what this, that's exactly how to describe what has been happening in Nigeria. From my perspective, since 1920, I'm mean, since 2020. I don't know whether I, I think there's a spiritual aspect of it. There's also definitely a physical aspect, but it is unveiling the kind of people that we have ruling us. It's showing us the kind of political system that we have, the evil complicit complicity of our business elite, the completely I don't know how to even call it the not just hypocrisy but. The evil, God, deception of our religious systems, particularly 
the charismatic and the Pentecostal ones. Self-serving, hypocritical, I don't even know, deceptive. I don't even want to use the word occultic, but in many ways it is, because when I, when I use that word, I mean, it's almost like a fraternity, you know, but very self-serving, very relationship-based, and that, you know, and completely anti-Christ, completely anti-everything that Christ stands for, yet claiming to be followers of Christ. So recently, the music system, the music um, industry is having their own aha moment as we speak. And what is coming out of the woodwork is very unpalatable. In fact, one, I'm sorry, I'm really digressing here, but you can imagine information that draws a connection between drugs, not just drug usage, but drugs trafficking, drug cartels, and music, murder, and occultism. It is that bizarre. And all of this happening and over the unfortunate death of um, a young man who appears to have been murdered under very, 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 very violent and questionable circumstances. Now, what is frustrating for me and completely intriguing and fascinating at the same time is that the Nigerian police doesn't want to investigate. What I've noticed about the legal system in Nigeria, the law enforcement system in Nigeria, the political system in Nigeria, as well as the religious, particularly charismatic and Pentecostal system in Nigeria, the structures, the leadership of those areas, they don't want transparency. Anything that will throw light on a situation that will make it open for the public, they don't want it. So that in itself, because the Bible says that it is only the person who is involved in works of darkness that doesn't want transparency, that doesn't want probity, that doesn't want scrutiny. The person who has nothing to hide will open his books, open his life and say, come on, you know. So in the case of this boy, we are seeing people saying, police, come and investigate me. The police is not calling them. There are people who every, every, the, the entire trail is pointing to them. But they are not calling for an investigation. Rather, they are trying to say, trying to gaslight the whole nation. But in all of this, the Nigerian police is issuing press statements and doing nothing. No arrests, no inquiries. Of course, we know why, because these people who are being accused are, are very close allies of the political systems in power. So what is becoming clear to us as Nigerians now, at least those people, Nigerians of good conscience, is that our political system is completely overtaken by drug by drug lords and criminals it's a criminal system it's a criminal system and just like every um, well constructed organization of the underworld in fact it's the best one to use is a mafia 
Before now, they've used the word cartel or cabal, but it's not calling it a cabal because a cabal can be a political cabal and all they are doing is politics. This one you need to call it criminal because when you call it criminal, then you know that it's not only politics that they are doing. But in fact, it's, it, so what? Okay, yes. So, so let me tell you the, the, the progression. Before we called it pol- a cabal, so we felt it was about a political cabal. Then we now realize that there's a criminal aspect to it because we started seeing some very criminal kind of relationships, associations, and activity. Now it's becoming clear that beyond the polit- um, political cabal and secrecy, there is also the criminal activity which involves everything that criminals do. There is now also the occultic aspect of it. So these are people who are morally bankrupt, bankrupt spirit, soul, and body. And in the midst of all this, you know, on these musings, I call it musings with Jesus because this is about my Christian life. Because, you know, I have friends who support these people. I have friends who have managed to somehow, Christian friends, who have managed to somehow in their mind see that all this doesn't matter and it's it's been very difficult for me to keep friendship with this because I'm like how can you excuse this when we read the, um, the, 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 the scriptures of Jesus Jesus makes it very clear that in this life we will face tests where you know we will be faced with um, situations where we will be forced to show where our allegiance lies it's not until people call come and tell you to recount jesus do you understand that is not only well it is also when you have to make moral choices about right and wrong and i am shocked that people who i have otherwise had no issues with in terms of ethics around business ethics around professional work ethics all of a sudden in this Sociocultural and political setting. The lines seem to be blurred or they do not even exist for them. It's been a very scary ex- experience for me because these were people that I otherwise, I mean, if you had asked me, I, w- I felt we were cut from the same flo- cloth, I felt we were drinking from the same fountain, I felt that my Christian work was the same as this but I now realize that people are in layers and what it also shows me is that that means that God forbid if we were to have the kind of situation that happened in Rwanda many years ago Hutus and Tutsis it means many of my Christian brothers would be on the murderous side that's what it means I mean I'm seeing I have seen enough to know that it will not only be non-professing Christians that will be on the side of the people who will take up the sword to strike their in quotes brothers so for me now honestly I am holding on to the Bible and I think God has also allowed this because I was also going further you know just before um, now I was moving towards a more culturally centered like you know ethnic you know sort of like i was moving towards social cultural systems you know that were that were that were leaning on ethnicity and that kind of thing there were people in my life trying to drag me into some of those you know under the guise of social cultural and blah 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 
and I because I was they, they made it look like a development agenda I was you know I was almost I was even against my better judgment I was getting into one or two spaces that I shouldn't have I had a couple of meetings but you know it, it was a struggle for me you know on the Christian side but I didn't have enough solid backing at least to my mind to completely remove myself from it because I felt on the basis of development this was a good idea by the time all this nonsense started happening during the um, political season this year and I've spoken a lot about it before so I won't go into the depth but the tribalism that came out and the dog whistling and the ethnic baiting and ethnic profiling of which a lot of Christians also supported although a lot of Christians also stood against but most of the people that stood against it were not, are not real obvious Christians if you know what I mean they're not the card carrying you know Bible waving Christians um, since then of course it's just really very disappointing for me I must say and but for me, back to what I was saying, you know, it, it's just becoming more glaring to me that I need to center my life on what the Bible says because we are really living in a very confusing world. And I think if care is not taken, one will get oneself sucked into what you do not know and what you are not supposed to be a part of. Because evil is hiding in plain sight and it's telling us that it is not evil. It's doing evil before our eyes. It's not even bothering to hide the evil. But it's telling us that evil, that this is what you're saying, is not evil. It is good because I am doing it. And because everything that I do is good. And whatever I do, because I have good intentions, whatever I do is for a reason and you must accept it. And some Christians too are supporting that kind of rubbish. So they want to move us into a world where good and bad is, 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 is determined by who does it. So something is good. So long as it's a political leader that does it, it is good. If it's a Christian leader that does it, it is good. If it's a powerful um, person that did it, it is good. But if it, the same thing done by someone else who is not powerful, who is not a leader, then we can call it whatever we want. In fact, if we want to bury the person alive, we can go ahead and do it because the person is not a powerful person, is not a leader. I am struggling. I, everything in me rebels against this kind of thinking. And it is shameful that some of our Christian leaders are also, whether tacitly, directly, and indirectly, supporting this level of thinking. And I'm like, do you not understand that taking this kind of stand publicly is going to work against our collective interest as a society, as a people? When the repercussion of this comes, we will have nothing but regret to hold as a banner over us. Are you not aware? You are people that have been used, you know, for so many years. You are the ones teaching wisdom in your churches. How is it that now faced with a situation of right and wrong, black and white, good and evil, it is so difficult for you to be able to call evil what it is? This is the most demonic and satanic thing I've ever seen in my life. But it forces me to then question, who are these people? Maybe we were wrong about them in the first place. Maybe we, we thought who they were is not really who we thought they were. Maybe this is part of the unraveling. Just like our political system has unraveled, maybe it's not that these people are confused. Maybe this is who they are. And God was tired of them hiding and deceiving and wanted us to see who they are. So just like he has unraveled and taken away the cloak over our leaders, we now know who they are. We know they are liars. We know they are thieves. We know they are murderers. We know they kill, they steal, they destroy. 
We know that they are in cahoots with the enemy. We know that they do not do anything for the benefit of the people, but for the benefit of their own pockets. We know that they shed blood without the twinkle of an eye. And they do not do it for the collective good. They do it for selfish interest. We know that they are agents of darkness. So my prayer is, may God continue to unravel that which is unraveling. So that all of us will not will be without excuse. So anybody who continues to follow those who are following evil and supporting evil, you will not have an excuse on the last day to say, I did not know. When I was much younger, I used to wonder about that scripture where Jesus will send some people to, you know, on judgment day, Jesus will say some people go to the left, some people go to the right. And the people who were on the wrong side of justice, you know, Jesus will say, when I was sick, you know, you 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 did not look after me when I you did this you did not look after me and then those people will say you know when did we not do all those things in fact many of them will say in your name we did this in your name and then Jesus says depart from me you workers of iniquity I used to wonder that how is it possible that this you know contradiction could happen where people say in your name we did this in your name we did this and then Jesus says I never knew you but now I fully understand it because I have people like that I can point at them their everyday life they are doing they claim to be doing things in the name of god but they are supporting iniquity i'm seeing the bible illustrated in in my life so you know for me one thing i'm absolutely convinced about is that the bible is the word of god is the inerrant word of god it is infallible it contains the word of god that is infallible that is that is inerrant. It doesn't have a mistake. Can ne- cannot be faulted. Why? Because things that are written in it, thousands of years ago, I can see it being reflected in my own modern life today. And my context is not necessarily the same context as the context in which it was written. But I can see its application. So I can tell that the Bible was written not just for one ethnic group, not for one tribe or one race but for all of humanity. Because I can see its application in my own life and in the things going on in my society around me. I am deeply troubled. But in a way, I'm also not troubled because God, Jesus told us all these things. It's just that one always thought that if people were going to be, you know, if we're going to find out that people were different, it'd be people that are very far from us. But I'm finding out now that it's people that are very close to us. So, I am also not saying that, you know, I am 100% holy and all that, but I am alarmed by what I'm saying. But it's also making me fear. I mean, let's just say, I don't use the word fearful, but it's making me cautious, extremely cautious, even about my own faith, to make sure that I anchor it on the word of God. So I am not going to say that I am right or I am wrong, but I will not be confused about what the Bible is saying. And I will allow the Bible to guide me on where I should pitch my tent. But what I will not do is follow people who believe that things, what is good, is good because a particular person is doing it. And their, their definition of good and evil is based on who is doing what. I don't see any reference for that in the Bible. God is not a respecter of persons. That's what the, my Bible teaches me. And God bases 
his judgments based on principles, based on precepts, not based on individuals. Everybody is bound by his law. Even himself is bound by his own word. He says his word will not return unto him void. That it will accomplish. He says every scripture that has been, everything that has been spoken shall be fulfilled. Jesus said it everywhere. The scriptures must be fulfilled. God has bound himself by his own word. Who am I therefore to be causing dissimulation? Ha. Woe unto anybody that tries to remove from the word of God. I am, when the Bible says the fear of the God is gripping me concerning what I'm saying in the Nigerian society and in the body of Christ. I don't even mind if it was only happening in the world. In fact, I wouldn't be musing like this if Christians were taking a principled stand against this evil. My fear, my complete consternation is that not even Christians, but Christian leaders are actively providing cover for evil, ungodly, demonic, murderous, lying, thieving um, leaders. It's better if they were silent. But not, not, not only are they not silent, they are lending their voice and their platform to support evildoers. Hey, God. Even me at my small level, I know the spiritual significance of this. It's a different thing if you do it in ignorance. But of course, I know this, these people, we know they are not ignorant because we know from the things they say, they have more information about these people than even we do. If not that God allowed a lot of things to come into the public, they know these people much better than we do. They know who they are. So the only conclusion that comes to me is that you people must be drinking at the same fountain, either that or you have received, because that's another thing, once you take from the devil, you cannot challenge him. So there's a lot and I don't have any answers. I'm just describing what I see. And I started off by talking about a husband and a wife who are in a relationship or a business partner. And again, I'm coming. this is where I am now coming back to in my life, the importance of values. Because I see, and I've, it's happening in my life, I see it happening. I will be friends with you. And this applies to both friends and family. For as long as I believe that we value the same thing in life. And this is how I lived my life even as a child. The minute I see that you are going in a direction that I am not comfortable with, I don't need to start praying about that relationship. I separate myself from you. Do you understand? It doesn't mean anything. It's just that where you are, and that's how to a large extent I stayed out of trouble. In fact, most of the time I got into trouble, it wasn't because anybody dragged me into it. It's because I myself wanted that trouble. Do you understand? Because once I find myself in a setting where I feel that, you know, this is not me. I know how to remove myself from those people, regardless of how close we were. I did it in my office. I'm doing it in my family. In fact, I've done it in my family and I will continue to do it. So if I do it in my biological family, I will surely do it also in, in quotes, church family. In fact, I will be more, um, what's the word? I will be more vigorous in doing it. In doing it with the church family because in the church family is only christ that, that put us together and i'm not going to joke with my spiritual life because i have things that i'm struggling with myself i have issues in my life so let it be my foolishness that led me astray not blind loyalty to people who are clearly 
One thing that the Bible is very clear about, don't cover evil. Jesus never covered evil. The apostles never covered evil. The prophets, in fact, we all know those ones. They called evil out. John the Baptist did not cover evil. I mean, it's one thing to say, I don't want to talk, I'm afraid for my life. Okay, yes, I get that. But to now support it and say, no, 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 let's let's forget the, whatever these people ask them, how, what? And then you start speaking, oh, things will go out well, this person will do, yes. Anyway, I think he who has an ear, let him hear. It's a pity though, you know, because a lot of Christians have trusted these people, you know, a lot of Christians have. But I think now is a time for every Christian to pick up their Bible and start reading it. So, you know, continue what I mean, read your, just read your Bible, develop your, your present, your whatever with the Holy Spirit. Just really do that because the way things are going, these people, one day they will come and tell us to bow down to Lucifer. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's where I see. If not, if, if they are not already telling us to do so, one day that day will surely come. I am convinced. Because I don't know at which point it will get to where they will draw the line. I am yet to see. As in, they keep, they are so, the compromise is so much that I, I cannot see where they will draw the line. In fact, there was another case recently where, <laughs> oh Lord, yeah, actually they are really, no. I'm, I'm trying to be diplomatic, but honestly, we need to call it what it is. These people are not Christians. A, a Christian is a follower of Christ. They are not following Christ. Whatever it is they call themselves, they are not following Christ. Because we know who Christ is, the Bible. Even unbelievers can see. The funny thing is that even Muslims, everybody can see that they are not doing what Christ. Because everybody, the life of Christ is quite open. A lot of stories have been told about who he is. So when people are following him, it's clear. Everybody knows what Christ stood for. So whatever it is they're doing now, I think that is personality cults, but they're just using Christianity as a cover. But God is beginning to make it, make it clear that you know He's unraveling them, He's on, He's bringing about situations that is forcing them, that is exposing them. So it's becoming clear that whatever it is you are doing, maybe you had put a little bit of Christianity in it, too, but your personality, the cults that you've built around yourself and your interests, has now become much, much bigger. So whatever it is that we're seeing now is clearly not of God. It's not in support of Christ and Christian values. And for me personally, I don't know about others, when I see this kind of red flags, again, and when they say red flag, a red flag is something that is, is a sign and a symbol of much deeper, is like a sign for warning. It's like, in fact, when you are going on the road and you see a red sign, and it's telling you to 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 be to um, it's giving you like a caution sign. That caution sign is just a symbol to evoke an imagery of the kind of danger that is ahead. So you need to make a judgment call at that point. Do I need to stop and abort this journey? What kind of danger is ahead? Is it safe for me to go ahead? And if I go ahead, under what circumstances am I going to go ahead? Am I going to protect myself from the danger? But what you cannot do is see a caution sign and then continue going as though you did not see the caution sign. And I, I think that's what a lot of Christians are doing. The red flags about some of these people, they are popping up everywhere. But many of us, because there are people we, we have trusted for so long, oh, no, it can't be, it can't be. We're ignoring the red flags. Okay. By the time the full manifestation comes, as it will surely do, I don't know, 
it, it will be too late so i'll just leave it at that and i'm apologies if you're not nigerian and any of this is not making sense to you i always need to get these things off my chest before i can move on to other things but what i'm just saying right now is the world the world that we're in right now it's clear that we're in the last of the last and the last days and what happens in the last of the last days that evil is really magnified and the the temptation and to 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 have a greater tolerance for evil will be magnified that's what we're seeing now and apparently a lot of the people who had presented themselves as christian charismatic leaders and and by the way all what i've said is not applied to the traditional church because by and large those guys are not confused so it's really making me really really yeah i think a lot of us have been deceived self-included because in the traditional church those guys are not confused about good and evil and you know it seems to be more in the charismatic pentecostal circle that a lot of this confusion is taking place and it, it may also not be and i think some people a tribal affiliation is also seems to be confusing the conversation and for me what is i don't know there's just a lot going on so i can't i don't know what is causing it but i can describe what i am seeing and it's a serious cause for concern it's a serious cause for concern because i don't know how you are seeing a snake I mean, the, the funny thing is that the evil is even a dangerous evil. Let's say it was even a, you know, a, a, a non-dangerous evil. If there is something like that. It's, a, it's an aggressively dangerous evil. And then you are telling us that we should welcome. It's like it, there's a literal snake in the house. And then you are telling us we should leave the snake there. How can we leave the snake in the house? We can't leave the snake in the house. There's no way. There's only one thing the snake does. You also can't leave scorpion. But if it's a lizard, yes, you can leave, You can decide to leave a, a lizard or a gecko in the house. You can decide to leave other things, vermin, cockroaches, mice. Do you understand? But you can't. The snake, you will pursue it or, and, until you crush the head. You cannot leave it. That, that's what they're telling us. That we should tolerate a snake. We should live with a scorpion. You cannot be a Christian and be telling somebody to do that. apologies this is a very um so what i'm just trying to say and i'm saying this because you can see i'm really troubled about this is that there is a i think the devil is trying to make people confused about what good is and what evil is so that we can develop a very high tolerance for evil and unfortunately some christian leaders in nigeria have been sucked into this the target is not them, it's the population that they control and they lead. So Christians within those settings, now you need to be close to your Bible, you need to be close, close to the Word of God, you need to be close to the Holy Spirit so that He can steer you aright. Now is not the time that you go to church to Sunday to hear a word from God. You may hear it, you may not hear it. You have to be able to hear God in your closet now. You have to be able to hear God in the Scriptures now. The days are evil. The days are evil. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.